There is a way, and that way is forward together. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to Season 2. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is John Peacock, and I am here with Dan Ruda and Tommy Bowman, as always, on Friday Y Day. What's up, fellas? What's up, John? Hello, everybody. What's up? Happy Friday. Happy weekend. I uh, This is two Fridays in a row. You got the, the same sweatshirt on, Tommy. I like that. I like that consistency. You Little know, do the I viewers like- know, he wears it every day, so he's just very <laughs> consistent. Captain Bone Broth over there. Captain Bone Broth. Wow. Tell you Dude, what. today, today is, uh, I have been building a sourdough starter for, today's actually day 10, so today's baking go. day. So it's a big, big day. Never done this before. My what mom gonna, has been coaching yeah. me up. What's the maiden voyage? What are you doing? Yeah. A, a, a sourdough country loaf, it's called. Yep. So I was kind of hoping for like, what all is, is sourdough? Um, I, again, in the comments, some of you are watching uh, live on Facebook, others on we are mission.online. Uh, I would just love to know, are you part of this, the starter? You know, you know who you are. You yeah. have the, st- you you're into the bread you pass. I mean, it is like evangelism, right? I mean, you pass it to a friend and to a friend and to a friend. So if you've, if you are part of that, like you're into the whole bread starter thing, I would love for you just let me know on the comments. I'll go back through and read them all. Uh, but Tommy, you, you've gotten sucked into this. You're, you're part of it. Yeah. They are a very welcoming tribe. They're, they're, (laughs) they're they're just, they want more people. (laughs) So what what will you be partnering? It's just fun to like, I mean, you literally, you create this living. It's like a monster. Yeah, and you feed it you, every day what, at the what same are you time. What are, you, what are you feeding it? So you feed, you, yeah, you basically, it's kind of like pruning a tree. You eliminate about 75% of it, and then you give it back fresh water, warm water, about 80-degree water, and, uh, and, uh, and flour. So you're just feeding it more of what it is, and it just becomes more alive and active, very active, a lot of yeast, wow. a lot of activity. Okay. All right, am I gonna can anyway, I get a sorry, slice? Sorry. Can, I, wow. can I get a slice oh, this weekend? No, dude, yeah. Uh yeah, I'll be yeah, I think I'm gonna get pretty into it. So so uh one more question, then we'll move on to, to what we're talking about today. So do you use like all of it and then you're out, or do you save a little bit so you can then you feed it back up again? So what's left is known as your discard. So you can store your discard and reuse it for other stuff. <laughs> Okay. So it's just got done a, a lot of learning. It's got a little weird on the go. show. <laughs> Sourdough like today, kombucha tomorrow. We're just feeding that, yeah. stuff and yeah. 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 Discard. Yeah. I don't know. Kombucha. Uh have you guys partaken in the kombucha? Are you guys on the kombucha train or no? Yeah, I don't mind it. It's good for the gut. It's, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not on it. I've tried it. It's fine. It feels like it kind of came and went. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was kombucha, everything and like cold brew kombucha, maybe it's right. still, but it like really had center stage there for a little while. Yep. Yep. Um, we're not going to talk about the bears, um, today. We, we generally always talk about the bears. So we're, we're just talking a little bit more about food right now. Uh, it is the fall favorite time of the year. The weather has been incredible. 
uh, leaves are turning, uh, things are changing, but what isn't changing is the mission that God has called us to. The way we talk about it at Mission Church is helping people find and follow Christ. That isn't changing. We live that out through the three values of our church. We, we gather, we grow, and we go. All of that is aiming towards the vision we are hoping and believing we'll see in our lifetime to experience a movement of Jesus in the tent in our lifetime. And what we do every Friday is we hop on here, the three of us, and we try to further equip our church uh, around the why of our church. And so uh, we've been talking about the book Flesh by our friend Hugh Halter for the past few weeks, working through this pretty cool, uh, I guess, sequence of what does it look like to, in many ways, follow Christ, certainly uh, what does it look like to go missionally? Um, and we talked about two weeks ago, incarnation. Last week, uh, we, we talked about reputation. And today we're talking about conversation. So pretty cool. So Dan, why don't you kick us off? What, are we, uh, what does this mean? Conversation? Why is this the third kind of part of what it looks like for us to be flesh and blood as we incarnate the gospel? Totally. Yes, this conversation on conversation is really important <laughs> and really helpful in knowing if you're if you're a follower of Jesus, if you're listening, you're like, okay, good. These are the tips and tricks on how to get people to cross the line. And so you mentioned Hugh's um, kind of approach that he sees in Jesus's life. And I want to just jump ahead before we talk about conversation, because you'd think, oh, we're at the finish line. But just to recap, it goes incarnation, reputation, conversation confrontation, transformation. Hmm. And I think for a lot of people, they think the conversation and the transformation go hand in hand and That's I have to good. fix you and I have to. So <laughs> we're just talking about conversation. And I think, um, especially in today's day and age as a follower of Jesus, I think conversation sounds a lot more like curiosity than convincing. Hmm. Conversation, I believe, is intended, and Jesus modeled this, to sound a lot more like curiosity than convincing. Uh, in his ministry throughout the Gospels, Jesus asks 307 questions. Like he was the questioning Jesus. Wow. He has 307 questions. Uh, in his ministry, he was asked 183 questions, and he directly answers three of those. So so oh. a conversation with Jesus would be a little, it, it would be stretching. Uh, but here's why. Here's why I think a conversation is intended to look more like curiosity than convincing. And we see this in Jesus' life through questions. He draws out faith. He draws out mm -hmm. confession. He mm -hmm. draws out correction. And Jesus knew that our belief comes from our hearts, which is communicated through our words. So he just mm -hmm. created space and went, well, you say who I am. Well, you say what you need. And so often we rush. I know what you need. And what if the conversation is to look more like curiosity than convincing? So that to me was just like, wow, let's just stay at this place and, and lead from there. That's so good. That's so good. Tommy, we could probably just end it right there. I yeah. Think. I don't we know what, uh, what I'm supposed good. to add. That was pretty, pretty concise, pretty well uh, said. Yeah. He, um, I think the thing I would add is we talked about reputation last week. I don't think we brought up this phrase, but Hugh talks about the idea of developing street cred hmm. uh, to where you develop such a reputation that you've now, <clears throat> you've built trust. They now trust you. A couple things, Dan alluded to these, a couple things we do wrong here is in the conversation pieces, we think we're the ones that are supposed to talk. Dan talked about that as convincing. 
our, when it comes to conversation, the thing we're supposed to do most actively is listen. Hmm. The other thing Hugh talks about is the idea of initiating. And the one thing we should be fearful of is initiating too soon. Hmm. So like, <clears throat> if you're like, I wonder if I've developed or built up enough street cred, if you're even questioning it, you, you need more time. You, you need more time to just uh, build that trust, build that um, street cred. And then he talks about watch for cues. So if, you, if you've got a neighbor, a friend, a coworker, someone at the gym and they approach you and they say anything like, you know, you and your, you and your friends, you're just good people, or I like your friends, or you guys listen well, or there's something, the minute they give you a cue like that, that's your green light. Like you have now built up street cred. You don't do the talking and convincing. You ask a question like, yeah. hey, tell me your story. Or when it comes to like your spiritual journey, just like paint that picture for me. What's that been like? And so it's very much if you've been a part of Alpha, it's the Alpha culture just in real life on your street yep. in your neighborhood so just a couple extra things there yeah i mean that's definitely one of the many reasons i love the alpha course so much and you know i'm getting to um experience alpha uh, this fall in in my garage we call it the bear den on thursday nights you know last night uh it was fantastic every, every week has been great and it's it's all about conversation really and uh, you know i say to our alpha circle every week this is a circle if you're here to hear me talk, you came to the wrong place because I'm actually going to be the one, if I'm doing this right, I'm going to be the one that talks the least. My job is to just facilitate questions. Yeah. And it's been so cool uh, over the past, what we've been doing Alpha now for, I think, four years. Hundreds of folks have gone through the Alpha course at our church. And it's been obviously amazing for the folks that have gone through the Alpha course, perhaps equally amazing for those of us that have uh, volunteered to be part of the team facilitating the alpha course, because I think, you know, Dan, we're learning in many ways, the Jesus way of evangelism, the Jesus way of helping others find and follow Christ. And it's through this conversation piece where we're not the ones doing all the answering. No, we're actually very curious and we're doing more question asking. And man, we certainly have learned that and are seeing that in alpha. Yeah. yeah a picture that's helped me and i don't know where i heard this or saw this so i can't give the credit but i heard this once and it helps me and i don't play cards but think about conversation as you're in a very loving way as you listen you're trying to help people play a card and i think what we think we're supposed to do is oh they played this card i'm playing this one back that's not what you're trying to do you're just trying to get them to play more cards and more cards so that the holy spirit can kind of which, which will come up in the coming weeks, but the Holy Spirit does the transformational work in that as you just lovingly mm -hmm. listen and ask them to play more cards. The, as they play cards, you're just thinking of other questions you can ask to get them to just say more, reveal more mm -hmm. of their heart. So it's not this game. And we're in this day and age now where like, obviously everything's a flipping debate. So it's like, well, if they said this, I'm going to say that. Mm -hmm. This is a totally different dance. It's just you standing back and letting them pour out things. I think a lot of cases that they've never shared with anybody before, sometimes even their spouse. So uh, if that helps, that's helped me over the years. Yeah. And I think what you said, Tommy, is so true. Conversation in today's day and age looks a lot like prepared monologues at each other. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's not, I mean, you're not going to convince me. I'm not going to convince you. And so what if as followers of Jesus, we switched from go and get, like, go and get them, go, you got to go and get them to come and see. 
come and see. Mm -hmm. And there's an invitation for me to not be the hero, me not to be the one who needs to convince you, but for me to say, come and see, and this is what I've experienced in my life. And this is what Jesus has done and is doing for me. So I think that it frees us up way more around this conversation to not feel like we have to have the right card to play at the right time at the, with the right script. Um, it's more of a come and see and not a go and get. It's pretty cool. You know, you see all kinds of different books that have been written over the past, whatever, 50, hundred years. Uh, some that are like, would be in the business world that help people. Um, I think of the book, uh, how to win friends and influence people. Uh, is it Stephen Covey? And so many of like the principles, like you just see in the life of Jesus. I mean, so of course, Jesus, who is fully God and fully man, meaning he is the, the most human example of what God intended since the very beginning. So that would of course mean he, he did relationships the best. So he's the example of how to relate with people. And Dan, back to those stats that you shared of how many questions he asked versus how many he answered, man, that is just, I feel like Jesus is like waving his arms. Like, all right, I'm going to show you how to do this relationship thing. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to going missionally, when it comes to helping others find and follow Christ, that could be your neighbor, your coworker, a family member, right? I think we always have to come back to how did Jesus do it? How did he do it? And when we see and study how he did it, in many ways, it takes the pressure off. I think for far too long, uh, evangelism has been understood as like, I got to be prepared for this, like you said, Dan, this kind of debate thing. And I can't miss a line. I can't mess this up. This person's mm -hmm. eternity is at stake. And it, it doesn't mean that there isn't a place and a space for when we need to use apologetics and things like that. I think that has a place. But I think what we're getting at here and what Hugh's writing about is, man, this evangelism thing, this helping others find and follow Christ thing, it's a relational thing. We're not in a hurry because this is a friendship thing. And those of you that are, that are doing the best at friendships and relationships, this is what you're already doing. You're not in a hurry. You're not trying to like convince these people all the time. You're actually loving them well. You're asking them great questions. You're in many ways helping them arrive at their own conclusions. And certainly uh, we've been equipped through, through the Alpha course on that. So this is yeah. all about conversation. Um, as we kind of turn the corner and wrap this up, any, any last thoughts for our folks today or any affirmations of, hey, it's pretty cool. Here's how we're seeing this happen in real time in and through our church. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Friday, Y day. So um, a friend of ours, we know her, Connie Benhart, she's running an alpha course uh, on her own uh, with some friends in Keeneville. It's mostly young adults. And she said something just to affirm those of you who are listening and we've always said since day one that when you go missionally, um, it's important to get equipped to a certain degree, but you, the Holy Spirit will be everything you need. You will never feel fully confident. I have everything I need. I know the answer for every situation. I know. So Connie, this past week, is she's she's been um, running the Alpha course with some friends and she was talking and she's like, you know what? I totally get it now. This has been God's thing. He said, hey, run the off course with some friends. I've been doing that. My dependency on the spirit has gone way off. I've been praying for them much more. And I don't feel like this obligation to just do it all right because this is his thing. But I get the finding and following Jesus on the mission thing now. She's like, I totally get it. I totally get it. And so uh, that's happening. That's happening for her in the Alpha Course. That's happening for our friends who are hosting watch parties, um, the Independent Spirit week in, week out, neighbors coming. Um, so it's happening.
That's awesome. We've talked about this being the decade of dots, dots being dots on the map, on the wall, which are missional communities on Sunday, the Ramondis, yep. the Mahaliks, the Muscaris came in to put their official dot for their Bloomingdale missional community. I know Sarah Bruno and her crew are coming in in the coming days. So it's yep. always fun to see in a decade where we're believing for literally a thousand dots. It's cool to see them added. So love it. And to your point, what you were just saying, Dan, I saw a social media post this morning. It said simply only Jesus can be Jesus. So everything that Connie's going through, like just you, you're not Jesus. You don't have to be. He's in you, but uh, you're not Jesus. So just let him do his work while you're on the mission. This is so important. We are spending our Fridays helping equip you as the three of us are becoming even more equipped on how do we actually live this thing out, man? How do we go missionally? We have find, found rather, and are following Jesus. Well, how do we help others do the same? How do we live out what the Great Commission is? It's not the Great Suggestion. It is the Great Commission, and it's great. And it's something that we are a part of, and it's something we want to equip you further in. And that certainly includes this awesome resource by Hugh Halter. Uh, the book is titled Flesh. You can order it. I'd recommend that you order it and read it. And uh, as we're doing, we're walking through some really important things this week on conversation. How do we do this the way that Jesus did this? He, he, he moved out of heaven and into the neighborhood. He took on flesh and blood, and he is the greatest example of how to go missionally. That's all we have for episode 21. Sharing is caring. Let's, let's get the word out. Uh, and I'll see you guys this weekend. This weekend. Uh, we got two more weeks on the book of Philippians, Standing Strong. I'm talking about joy and rejoicing this weekend actually really excited about it and hoping and praying that it'll be helpful by the way mission kids reopened last sunday in uh, at our physical building they've stayed open through virtual communities but we physically reopened the church for mission kids and for middle school students we sold out last weekend looks like we're going to sell out again this weekend kids and middle school only at the 10:30 service and before I hit end here, just again, so appreciative for those of you that willingly made room for more by leaving the 1030 service and you're now attending the nine. Thank you so much for doing that. It matters. What a cool missional move you made in that. We love you guys. We'll see you this weekend as we gather differently online at the building or in watch parties. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to access the show notes, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open, hold tight to your convictions, give it all you've got, be resolute, and love without stopping.